Hi, everyone. This is Catherine Adams. And Elizabeth Wallace. And you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 62. And tonight, we're recapping Welcome to Night Vale, episode 99, Michigan. Michigan? Michigan. Michigan. Whatever. Shaped like a mitten. Anyway. Uh, we've listened to this episode. We're going to spoil the hell out of it. You know how it works. But uh, this was like... This is another episode I would like say, I think people who haven't listened to Night Vale could listen to this and get a little idea of what goes on with the show. Just I sort think of some so. Of the yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, just the random weirdness. And even though there are elements of the story that you might not be able to understand if you haven't listened to the previous ones, I think that would just add to the effect. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was very cool. It started out with Cecil just taking a moment to say something nice about intern Kareem and how he's from Michigan. And um, and how he had just been writing home to his family about all the cool things he'd been doing on the station, like seeing dragons and yeah. all that other stuff. So yeah. yeah, exactly. And that was all Cecil intended to talk about it. Right. And then he goes on to talking about Old Woman Josie. And a lot of people have been writing in to ask Cecil how Old Woman Josie is doing. And apparently she's doing a lot better. I mean, she still needs a cane and sometimes a wheelchair. But she was able to go to bowling night the other yeah. day, which is such good news. And the Erica's were helping her cheat again. Isn't that cool? <laughs> it is cool. And, you know, some people complain about her cheating. But then in order to do it, they had to point out the existence of angels. So they got arrested. And Old Woman Josie actually defended them saying you know no they you should be able to the angels were totally cheating and you should be able to acknowledge both their cheating and their existence and nobody wanted to argue with her because she's old yeah and i don't i loved how they put it this time because the last time they talked about old woman josie and the angels and the erica's helping her cheat they were just like scooting the ball ahead of them and guiding it into various places and going, wow, that's a strike. And this time they were actually being more angelic, I guess. They were standing behind her and raising their arms up and it was sort of like forcing the ball with their minds to go where they wanted to. (laughs) And of course, the whole time I'm picturing like the, the typical artist interpretation, like the fan artist, the hive mind of the fan artists of Night Vale and that idea of the angels that they have where they're, they're all very dark and they have lots and lots of wings and lots and lots of eyes and lots of arms. And, and that's how I imagine them while they're speaking. And it makes it even better. Yeah. Yeah. While they're helping her cheat. So. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> but we come back and Kareem was pointing out that he wasn't quite done with his story. And Cecil didn't really tell the whole thing. Kareem pointed out that when he wrote his family, they wrote back to him saying, lies, we don't know who you are. Why are you doing this to us? Yeah, And I thought this was going to be just one of those delightful things that Night Vale episodes can sometimes do where he just gets a letter back and it's obviously been redacted by the sheriff and just says lies. But no, it was actually from his mother and he recognized yeah. her handwriting and everything. And she was just saying, Every, you're an imposter. Everything you're saying is a lie. Which yeah. is kind of disturbing, but Cecil kind of brushed it off. Like, you know, sometimes parents can't express how they love their children in just the right words. And Kareem's like, no, she's always That's been very supportive. This is weird. Yeah, yeah. And Cecil, once again, just kind of like shoves it off to the side to talk a little bit about the dragons in town. And um, he, he makes the comment after the accidental murder of Hiram. And I'm oh, like, uh, or of acc- Violet anyway. So Yeah, exactly. So accidental murder, that's what we're calling it? 
I guess so, because if the executioner had killed any or all of the other four heads, it would have been an execution. But because Violet had been not guilty of anything and was not supposed to be executed, then killing Violet was accidentally murder. But, you know, it goes back to what you were talking about, the fact that Violet would have died if the other four heads had been killed. (laughs) So why are we suddenly, why is some of the Night Vale people getting so upset about this now that that's actually what happened? Exactly. But um, uh, Hadassah, Hiram's sister, is taking residence in Night Vale with a lot of her dragon cohorts. And she's staying there until they get retribution, which Cecil hopes is a, you know, very formal apology is what she's meaning by retribution. I don't think that's Mm. what she means by retribution at all. I don't think so either. No, I really don't think so. And we come back and Kareem once again is kind of nudging Cecil uh, for two reasons. One, because he's mispronouncing the name of his home state. <laughs> there, there were we so minutes. many attempts of Cecil yes. trying to pronounce Michigan. And yeah, no. he finally, you know, he's he's obviously hearing a Kareem from off on the side. And he finally says, I just can't untangle your regional accent. But he sends... Kareem sent a second letter to his folks and really got pretty much the same answer. Um, They say that he's already there. They're like, you can't be our son because you're already here in the house. And Kareem's getting more and more upset by this by the minute. And I love how fast this is happening. Like he sends him a letter. He gets a letter back. The next commercial break, he gets another letter back. Yeah, yeah. But then Cecil goes on to tell us about the glow cloud and the glow clouds making some demands. Yeah, the glow cloud wants more funding for education. And you know what? I'm kind of on the glow cloud side on this one. Now, I don't appreciate the fact that the glow cloud does a press release by dropping more dead animals with words printed on them that people have to sort out. You know, that's not cool. But um, they've had so many people come in from Desert Bluffs when they incorporated the town. And now there are dragon children who are in the uh, town. (laughs) I want to hear more about the dragon children, please. I do, too. But that's a big demand on the resources for the education system in Night Vale. But Mayor Cardinal doesn't want to raise taxes in order to fund more uh, education expenses, bigger classrooms, more teachers, that sort of thing. So they're in a bit of a quandary there. And the Glow Cloud's going to continue making demands at each PTA meeting, by which I'm sure the Glow Cloud means he's going to keep dropping dead animals. Yes, exactly. And we didn't hear from Tamika Flynn, our newest council member. She wasn't around, but we did hear a little bit from the city council. The city council just shrieked and then said they were going off to a beach vacation because they need some time and some sun and some sand and some frilly drinks. And maybe they don't answer all the time, but it doesn't mean they're not interested in a relationship. <laughs> and meanwhile, station management over at the radio station is locked in their office crying, and we're both sitting here going, oh, no! <laughs> God. Oh, the very sweet relationship may be on the outs. We don't know. Oh, no. well, maybe it's just a bump. Can yeah, lots I of relationships so. have a bump. A little bit of a phase. Maybe they need some time apart. <laughs> it's so funny. I totally ship station management in the city council. I really, <laughs> just, really do. It's adorable. I mean, the way when they first met at the roller rink and they were feeding each other dead mice. 
Oh. <laughs> no, seriously. And it's canon. We can ship them. It's totally canon. I love that. Night Vale keeps doing this. I mean, I yeah. shipped the heck out of Cecil and Carlos when I thought this was all going to be played off as an obsession on Cecil's part that Carlos totally didn't reciprocate. And then it's canon. <laughs> it's so awesome. Who would they put together next that would be cool? Uh, it'd be really, it'd be interesting to get the faceless old woman in Hiram McDaniel's now like, that he's a four-headed dragon. I don't know. That makes it. Oh, I made some, it sad. some comfort, some comfort fic, perhaps. Some, Maybe that, that'd that be, would be nice. Yeah, her yeah. comfort fic is always nice. I, I'm sort of, I sort of find the whole uh, former intern Maureen and Nichelle Nguyen, uh, their relationship yeah. is kind of fun. I mean, they don't want to put a label on anything, but right, exactly. That'd be yeah, boy. God, there, there'd be so much eye rolling. In that relationship, though they might do themselves an injury. I don't know. Good. <laughs> so Kareem really, really wants to go back home because he wants to figure out what the heck is going on. But there's a slight problem with the fact that he's looking at a map of the United States and Michigan isn't on it. Yeah. He says it's somewhere in between Ohio, yes, <laughs> and Canada. And Canada. Cecil has no problem saying Canada. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> but yeah, it's just. It's just not there, um, but he's going to try and find his way there anyway. I mean, this is totally stressing him out, but he's going to go. And Cecil says, well, we'll let him go to that. And meanwhile, I'll take you off to the weather. And oh, my God, the weather. I love the weather. (laughs) That was really neat this time. Well, how would you? I mean, it's British, has a little bit of an 80s vibe, but not not an overly cheesy 80s vibe. Right, right. It was kind of an 80s pop British band sort of sound, but a very ominous beat to start it out with and, and running yeah. along through the uh, through the background sort of. So I just, I liked it so much. What was the uh, the name and the, the title? It is called Quiet Americans and it's by Shearwater. I would say that the singer's voice sounds a bit like David Bowie, but I was never a humongous David Bowie fan. So, I mean, that might just be because he's singing in a deeper voice and he's British. So I apologize to David Bowie fans who listen to that and go, well, that's not what he sounds like at all. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's what I thought of well yeah anyway. that, that song's going on my weather playlist i think so very cool we're, we're both sitting here yeah. going yeah <laughs> so we come back from the weather and kareem's back yeah that was quick yeah uh, he said he was gone for two weeks and cecil's like no it was only five minutes and then kareem points out that the weather actually went on for two weeks and cecil's like wow we really need to work on our editing there that went on way too long <laughs> Time is weird. Yeah, time is weird. Uh, so Kareem tried to fly back, but he just never actually ended up in, you know, he, he kept on flying out and then arriving back in Nightvale and he made some side trips to Detroit and Chicago, but, you know... <laughs> Or Chicago or something. I just, I love it. Every single time they do that, it's always going to make me laugh. But yeah, and Cecil had to point out to him that flying is not about the destination. Airports will put you on a plane and you will go into the air and you'll get some nice food and you'll get to relax and then they bring you back home. And I'm like, wow, that's totally the opposite of the experience I have with airplanes. Seriously, I'm like (laughs) relaxing. How about stressing out? (laughs) Am I going to make my connection? Is that turbulence? (laughs) Yeah, and then good food. Oh, you mean the food that they're going to deign to give you nowadays? Like, you know, a little thing of uh, half-dried pretzels? No nuts? Yes. But uh, so he got into the car next to drive there and 
kept getting lost. And I'm just, all of this is starting to feel like this very nightmarish sort of thing. We're never going to get home. There's always oh, going God. to be extra connectors and we're never going to find our exit. Ah! <laughs> but he does finally manage to get to Michigan. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say it right, even if Cecil can't. I swear, from now on, I'm probably going to be like, I'm going to be talking to mom. And then over in Michigan, and then mom's like, what? No, Night Vale, darn you. <laughs> but he gets home and his family's thrilled to see him. They haven't seen him for ages. They never got any letters from him or any calls. Nope. They don't know nope. what he's talking about with the whole, but was I here the whole time? And are dragons yeah. real? I don't know. They're... They, you could say that they just think he's being funny and everything, but I think they're being evasive, you know? When he's like, was I here the whole time? And they answer, oh, you'll always be here. I'm like, hang on. They said, are <laughs> dragons real? Oh, you were always the funny one. Hmm. Like, no, this seems a little deliberate to me. I don't know. but I don't know. But he had a great time. He stayed there for a few days. They watched movies, you know, went out to eat. It sounded very, very nice. Yeah, yeah. Except after a little while, though, he started to forget Night Vale. Except he kept on feeling like there was someplace he needed to be. Yeah, not you know? someplace he wanted to be, someplace he had to be. And yeah. it just, at one point, his family's going off to go see a football game uh, with seeing Michigan play. And he, <laughs> he's like, didn't they win a championship a couple of years ago with somebody uh, named Sandero as the quarterback? And his dad's like, oh, no, that would never have happened. They were terrible two years ago. <laughs> Sorry, all you Michigan fans out there. They're bagging on you a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just uh, a bit. So he's going to go, gets into his car, and he's going to meet them there. And he just starts driving. No idea where. A couple days later, he's back in Nightville. Yep, that's it. And now, I don't know, Cecil said he last he saw him, he was looking at a map, but he didn't look freaked out anymore. He almost looked kind of determined. We had a, a long talk by Cecil about how our family sort of shapes us a bit and puts us out into the world in kind of an unfinished shape. And it's our job to sort of kind of take the rest of our lives to kind of figure out exactly how we're going to be built. You know, yeah. how and gonna, and how to be, be understanding when the parents who started us out aren't 100% happy with how we finished it. Like maybe the proportions are a little wrong or it's not yeah, quite yeah. the direction they would have gone, but just there's always going to be love there. And yeah. I will hold to that. I think that's a very, I, I know a lot of yeah. people's experience is going to be different, but it's a nice, it's a nice way to look at things, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And then that sort of finished up the episode. We did get our good night, Night Vale, good night. <laughs> and, and also Cecil's taking off in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I heard that too. So I'm like, I don't think we have a hiatus scheduled. So maybe we have other things going on. No, no, because uh, after we had a bunch of time left over uh, when mm -hmm. we got to the end of the episode. So we're waiting. We get a little bit of a hello and how you doing from so many different voices. Oh, I mean, there was man, Earl yes. Harlan, there was Steve Carlsberg, Nichelle Nguyen, Dana Cardinal, Tamika Flynn. Hiram McDaniels. Hiram McDaniels, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> I, I know Kevin was in there. Oh, yeah. So, and that's uh, apparently the 100th episode, which is coming up in just a few days. It's going to be every single guest that they've ever had on almost five years of Night Vale. Oh, 
I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited. Ex- I knew it would have been in character for the show to completely pass over the 100th episode and then do something special on like, I don't know, 102. But it does sound like they're yeah. going to do something special for the 100th episode. So that's cool, too. Yeah. So other than that, we've got going on in December. Catherine, you're doing a series of reviews this month. Yeah, it's possibly not going to be as many as I did last year when we were leading up to the Star Wars The Force Awakens, because the movie's going to be out, the next movie's going to be out on, what, the 16th, I think? So uh, I think so. I've got a, um, a screener that I'm going to a couple days before it actually comes oh, out. Oh, so. awesome. You'll have to tell me. I'm, oh, please be good. Please be good. Please be good. But yeah, up I'm, until then, I'm just going to be posting news, essays, book reviews. I've already uh, posted a review of the second book in the Heir to the Empire trilogy, in case anyone is interested in going back in time and reading something that is officially not canon anymore. (laughs) Thanks, George (laughs) Lucas. It's Timothy Zahn. It exists in its own little world. Apparently, though, I think uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn has shown up in some of the animated series, so that's going to be a little bit of uh, canon stuff, or uh, extended universe stuff that's being made canon. Well, I just, I mean, it... I really appreciate having a Star Wars villain whose entire strategy is not based around a gigantic planet that shoots other planets. Thank you. Yeah, we've <laughs> seen that. We've it's, seen that a few times it's, now. It's been you know? done. Yeah, The Force Awakens really pushed things a little bit by having, oh, it's not really a Death Star. It's like, yeah, it's a bigger Death Star. Come on, guys. We can't do this yeah. again. I, I remember even, I mean, I enjoyed the movie. I definitely did. But I remember being in the theater being like, Really? So you're just doing a bigger Death Star this time? (laughs) And it's pretty much getting knocked out in the exact same way that the first ones were by, you know, a small team going in and sabotaging it. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm really hoping Rogue One is good. I'm so looking forward to this. And just Mads Mikkelsen is in this and getting to see... Darth Vader in those trilogies and you just all the fangirls and the fanboys around the world seeing that and going (laughs) this Friday is my regularly scheduled trip to the comic book store which I haven't been able to do for a few weeks so I'll be trying to get uh, the Transformers till all are one I think I have a few of those waiting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know is the next issue of Lost Light coming out or is that later Uh, on this month I don't believe it's this week because I have IDW previews and the only Transformers book that I have on my list for this week Mm -hmm. is Transformers More Than Meets the Eye Revolution 1 so however the art is by Alex Milne really okay now this is a bit of a surprise i thought he was either completely out or on the back burner so i don't know but it's it's a revolution title and i have sort of taken a peek at it there are lots of humans you know so it's him drawing i know right i just saw captain's face just kind of fell i'm like yes really but it's also the um it's not about the lost light crew it's about the scavengers Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're um they they it starts out with a kind of like message board format in the front where people are talking back and forth with each other and so it promises to be kooky just like the other ones. So I'm looking forward to it. The yeah. scavengers are always fun. The scavengers are fun because they're exactly as much in their own way losers as the lost like yes. crew can be sometimes. They're adorable losers, I think. Yes. I haven't I haven't read it just yet. I'm probably gonna read it tonight, so um but that will that's coming out Wednesday so it should be there by your Friday trip so there you go. good okay cool yeah, yeah. yeah. looking forward to that 
that's going to wrap us up for the week. Make sure to check out pixelatedgeek.com for all the podcasts and all the reviews and all the photo galleries and all that fun stuff. And so this is coming out. This episode is airing on the 8th. And we don't actually have anything coming up right after that, so it may be two weeks, I think. Well, maybe, unless unless we want to listen to an episode of the Orbiting Human Circus of the Air. I don't know that I'm going to do that. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do that either. So we'll either see you guys in one week with something or other, or we'll see you in two weeks because we're specific. <laughs> Talk to y'all sometime. <laughs> I can't help I'll get I'll get back I'll get my train of thought back. Thanks, Cricket. Um hang on a second, I'm trying to get her off of this thing. Get off of that. I put that up there to keep you from getting up there.